Let's talk about this for a second because I got some things to say. So this is Courtney who makes a lot of great videos on love and cooking and she made a TikTok venting about a bad date that she had. And this woman, a fellow black woman, gives a very typical response to not focus on dating and just work on herself. And I'm not trying to clap back at that woman or speak on behalf of Courtney, but it got me thinking about why we use this response so often and why I hate it so much. This response is pretty paradoxical because at first glance, it seems very woman centric that it's a great thing to work on yourself and focus on your own goals. But when you scratch the surface, you realize this is actually rooted in misogyny. Because when you hear a woman complain about dating and your response is for her to just focus on herself instead, it implies that she does not have the capacity for both romantic love and self-love. And it's because women have been conditioned to believe that their romantic love factors into their self-love, that we can only afford to love ourselves as much as we are a good partner to the men in our lives. And we define so much of our self-worth by how worthy we are to men. And a lot of women know this because they actively weaponize it against other women and try to insult other women and their value as women by if they're married or have a man or not. So when we think of romantic love as factoring into self-love, we can't really separate the two in our minds. And so if we see a woman actively pursuing romantic love, we think automatically she has to be deficient in self-love and that that's what she needs to work on. But instead, we need to change our mindset and realize that women can have both the capacity for romantic love and self-love without them being mutually exclusive. That's part of de-objectifying women, is understanding we have complex emotional dashboards and we can be capable of many emotional connections at one time without one being deficient for the other. But I think this excuse reveals an even deeper problem that a lot of women are trying to self-love their way out of wanting romantic love. For all women, but especially for black women, I think generationally we are just so disappointed with our male counterparts and their inability to meet the expectations that we want in relationships. So we're trying to fill the hole of romantic love with loving ourselves to death because we see dating as like a fruitless exercise. So what's the point of even putting my work into that if I could just put that work into myself? But like we just said, when you realize that romantic love and self-love are separate entities with separate needs and separate connections, you realize fulfilling one does not automatically mean you will fulfill the other. And that's okay, because we should be able and deserving of having different types of relationships. But we shouldn't try to overextend our self-love to compensate for the lack of a partner, but rather allow ourselves to be deserving of both. Or else we're back to square one, where we don't believe that self-love and being loved by others is compatible. Woo! Sister girl was dropping some info. And some good info. But not all good info. Okay, let's just, let's just unpack all of that. Okay? So, the sister is right in one sense. Sometimes we use self-love and self-work and all of this stuff as an escape from actually getting into class. What is class? Relationships. Relationship is a highly reflective classroom where the biofeedback you get from your partner is your personal curriculum. So just like a lot of people go to yoga and do yoga. Oh, I just need something to do. I need real yoga is about liberation. 
right? Liberation from the senses, right? Liberation from the ego, real yoga, not just Hollywood yoga, right? So you, you got the Hollywood yoga where everybody in there to be seen, and this is the new hot spot to go to to stretch and sweat, right? So a lot of what she said is half true, right? And typically, that's going to happen when you're dealing with the intellect, when you're dealing with intellectuals. A lot of half-truths are spoken because intellectuals are typically academicians. They are, they're, they are typically people who focus on the mind. And in Western culture, the mind is rooted in the scientific method, that which can be repeated. Right. Uh, the results have to be repeated in order for it to become a truth. The problem with that is at the fundamental level of the universe, there is uncertainty. Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. Right. But Western science says it's either this or that. They call it Aristotelian logic. Aristotle. Right. His logic was black and white. And that's typically the result of a high educated mind. It's either this or that. But a paradox simply states that two things can be true. So she said a lot of half truths based on, you know, her education, which is fine. But when I come forward, Zoe Williams is going to add the spiritual piece that's missing from the intellectual piece. We got stuff to do. We gonna cook tonight. Reasons. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. You know you want some more. More. It's The Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Revolutionary radio show that's centered on relationships, man. Tonight's topic, I'm not finna play with you. Yes, I said finna. The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. We played a clip earlier. And what I want, what I don't want people to do 
is cheapen the spiritual purpose of relationship. Tonight's topic, does the real work in relationship start with you? Have you accepted your scholarship and enrolled in the University of You yet? Question, do you sometimes take the time to clarify your values, your feelings, your thoughts, your ambitions, your expectations, in a moment of doubt or uncertainty. How settled are you when you are uncertain? How judgmental are you when you're uncertain? How irritated are you when you're uncertain? See, if you can't answer self-questions, you no good in intimate relationships. Is your significant other's spiritual development any of your business? If it is, are you responsible for your partner's spiritual growth? 1-800-920-1580. See, many people are distracted. You know how I many people have called into this show talking about, hey, I didn't got on the path and I've been studying and I've been researching and I just can't get her to get on with me. And then, and then they have these preconceived ideas. Well, I'm the man. I'm supposed to lead. She's supposed to follow. Hey, she's got her own spiritual journey, sir. And you focusing on her journey is a distraction from yours. 1-800-920-1580, 1-800-920-1580. I need to talk to some folks tonight. True or false? Just because you're in a long-term relationship doesn't necessarily mean it's a healthy relationship. Ooh-ooh, 1-800-920-1580. How many people are just in a relationship, been in a relationship for a long time, sitting there tolerating each other? Sitting there dealing with what they didn't sign up for? Sitting there just quiet? Pushing it down, saying this is better than being lonely. 1-800-920-1580. I need to talk to some real people tonight. True or false, just because you're not in a relationship doesn't mean you're not quality relationship material. Huh? Hmm? Do couples evolve and grow at the same time? See, I'm a companion to you and your wounds. I'm not a caretaker. Now, I can empathize. I can tr listen. Empathy means to feel as another feels. But to ask people to feel as another feels is also to ask them to tap into the experience that the other person had. It's very difficult to do that. Now, I can sympathize. And if I'm evolved in terms of my emotional IQ, I may be able to empathize, but I will never truly know, right, what you're going through. See, this is the state of a companion. You know what? I, I, I can't imagine what you're going through. I can't imagine what it feels like, but I'm going to walk with you. See, the walk becomes more difficult when your significant other is not appreciative of the presence. I don't know who I'm talking to this evening. 
How many times have you tried to walk with your partner, but they weren't appreciative of your companionant presence? They took it for granted. They thought, hey, you supposed to be here. If you love me, you walk with me regardless of my condition. 1-800-920-1580. I, I don't know who I'm talking to. I, these are real, real world relationship issues. Huh? Huh? If everybody is a work in progress within the relationship environment, why is it so difficult to accept when one partner has changed their mind about the relationship? How many times have you heard, you, well, you said, you said, and, and, uh, and in the beginning, this is what you said, and I'm taking you for your word, and da 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 if I'm a work in progress, that means I'm continuously growing. If I'm continuously growing, that means I'm continuously changing. How can I change but my beliefs or my expectation or my assertions or my declarations, uh-oh, <laughs> remain static? one 800 I I know you're not ready for tonight. I know. This is the university of you. And, and guess what? The only way to get enrollment in the university of you, there must be two. Uh-oh. You got to be in a relationship. Huh? Relationship. A highly reflective classroom where the biofeedback you get from your partner is your personal curriculum. See, Again, your relationship with yourself can only be vetted once you get into a relationship with someone else. What do you mean, though, vetted? See, you can work on self. You can do the work that is necessary. But you don't know if the work is solid until an intimate relationship calls the work you've done to the floor. Uh-oh. Huh? Hmm? I know. Y'all frustrated tonight. And I can give two shakes of a fat rat's butt. <laughs> we got work to do tonight. Right? Can you describe your character? Including your virtues, your vices, your strengths, and your weaknesses. It's a lot of people out there talking about people, but ain't revealed a modicum about themselves. Huh? Ain't revealed nothing about themselves. Ain't revealed nothing. What they've overcome within self. But they got an opinion about somebody. I just need you to know that if you want this relationship to work, it has to work internally. First, 1-800-920-1580, right? Let me say it again. Can you describe your character, including your virtues, your vices, your strengths, and your weaknesses? And when they manifest via the, via the vehicle of conflict, because conflict can be transformative if you're going in looking for how you show up. Why are your spiritual eyes on how I show up? Huh? When was the, oh Lord, when was the last time you checked yourself? 
1-800-920-1580. Don't check yourself after it's over and say, I made a mistake. Don't do that. Check yourself in the process. Huh? <laughs> Who does that? 1-800-920-1580. True or false? You must be fluent in the language of self-knowledge in order to be understood by your significant other. I'm going to say that's false. You must be fluent in the language of self-knowledge in order to understand yourself. Now, see, when you get fluid in the language of self-knowledge, yes, you'll be able to articulate your thoughts, feelings, desires, emotions, urges. You'll be able to articulate that better. But guess what? You're not responsible for communing, communicating with an unwilling spirit, with an unwilling ear. How many times you tried to sit your significant other down and explain and and clarify and bring context to and they say, I still think you're lying. 1-800-920-1580. Huh? Should you continue to? Uh, should you? Should you continue to talk? Then when you withdraw, they go, oh, you, you're not present. You're not available. 1-800-920-1580. I'm not playing with y'all this evening. The real work in relationship starts with you. Have you accepted your scholarship and enrolled in the university of you? Hmm? Yes, you could turn principle, spiritual principles into fluff, into the pop music version of spiritual principles. Sure, you could do that. Right? What is what pop music version of the spiritual principles? I'm working on me. But when I peel the layers back and say, have you forgiven yourself for the choices you made? Let alone somebody else. Right? Or when you were young and somebody did something to you, have you released them? From this, from this urge of revenge, does that wound motivate you to show them something? Oh, you did this to me. You hurt me. You harmed me. But I used it as fuel to show you that you couldn't stop me. Why are you busy showing when you should be busy growing? When you should be busy flowing? When you should be busy elevating? like a secret little I want you to see oh I, I, are y'all listening tonight 1-800-920-1580 get to your phone lines we're gonna have a real conversation tonight what is introspection hmm? how attentive are you see being attentive is not the same as being an attention monger Somebody who wants everybody to pay attention to me, focus on me, love on me, give me love, show me, I, show me I'm something, prove to me, get, pour into me, love on me, uh, validate me, give me self-acceptance, give me self-approval, give me self-esteem. No, that's not what your partner is here for. Disney told you that. Disney lied. 
Disney corrupted the purpose of relating. Your attention should be focused on how you show up. And how you show up should not have fish hooks in it that says me showing up is contingent upon how you show up. You're just an energy broker, a relationship broker, a trader. Remember trading places? <laughs> a duke has been sitting on this exchange since it was founded. Turn those machines back on. Listen, we're not about relationship brokering. Every relationship you're in is about investing in your elevation, not in what you can get out of the situation. Attention, focus on how you show up. Mind, body, energy, emotion, sensation, self. Sh focus on how you show up. <laughs> Your thought process is, is set in default on blame. When I come forward, the voice of reason is going to continue this fire and the phone lines are on fire. Fire tonight. tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to the voice of reason with, the Zoe, voice Williams. Of reason with Zoe Williams. Only on KBLA Talk Jackson. Now it's the elements. Come on, man. The 80s was a great time for music, brothers and sisters. Listen, don't let your music be the only expression of spirituality. Your relationship should feel as good as that record. Oh, 
all too often when we peel back the layers of the artists that create this beautiful music, the music is an escape. The music is an escape from the torture that many of them went through. Can you imagine if your spirit, yours, the listener, is as beautiful as the music? The expression of your life is as beautiful as the music you love. Oh, gosh. Part of that beauty comes when you accept that you're a work in progress and that your progress is your responsibility. It's not your partner's responsibility. Your partner is a companionate mirror that is a reminder. This is why I say the mentor is a mirror. Sometimes the mentor is harsh because of the reflection that he or she sends back to you. I'm not above it. 1-800-9-2015-80. Let's get the phone lines cracking. May or my from Oakland, California. Jump in here, town business. What's up, Zo? How you doing? Man, I'm over here cooking. You already know. Hey, so I'm a Kelly 6300. I always be hitting you on the gram and stuff with all kind of crazy stuff. I met you guys up here, you and Corey, when you came up here to Tommy T's back in the day. Yeah, much respect, fam. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, so I think what I want to say is I think we need to break up with these white ideologies of dating because I, I hear you always say, like Christian Murty says, like. He's not white. No, no, I understand. I'm just saying the quote that he says. The right. quote that he says is you always say, like, it's no, I, th- I don't I forget how it goes. It's about not being fully invested into a crazy society. Right. right? It is no measure of health so, to be fully integrated into a sick society. Right. So that being said, I think the white ideologies of dating that we follow as black people has us all messed up. Like, I even know I'm messed up mm-hmm. by just trying to follow some of the things that they have you do because we're their slaves, you know what I'm saying? So they can pretty much implement anything they want to on us, and sometimes we just have to accept it because we don't know how to think outside the box. But I definitely think that if we move away from that white ideology of of dating and actually go with our feelings, I think we'll be in a lot better place. Brother, hey, I'm not mad at you. We're programmed by a toxic society, and I love the fact that you had the Krishnamurti call back. Brother, I, I appreciate I, I appreciate that insight, man. That's good. That's good yeah, no, information. I, yeah, I definitely listen to you. I've been listening to you for a long time, and I even use a lot of stuff in my, you know, relationships. But I also know that I am messed up, and it's because of the society that I live in, and I'm following some kind of white ideology of dating. Because, like, I've even heard you guys talk about how everything is based around you know, failure and, 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 and those in that white society profits off of us. If it's not the child support, it's going to court, the divorce courts, it's the, you know, everything that has to do with our failure, they profit off of us. Sure. Let me ask you this question. Who writes your narrative for success, prosperity, happiness, relationship? Who is the author of those narratives? Oh, the white man. <laughs> well, who, who, the one percenters, the ones who are in control, the white man, whatever. They are the authors of it, right? And then we become yeah. those who aspire to achieve benchmarks that have put in place, been put in place for us to go after, right? 
Yeah, like you say, they be, like you capitulate to to, to to the nine to five, you know what I'm saying, or to your boss or anything. Like, I haven't heard you guys talk about how like the woman, and even on Corey's show, how the woman will listen to her boss and do everything for that money. But if you ask her to, you know, maybe can you cook tonight? I'm not cooking tonight, you know what I'm saying? And you know, she'll do anything for the boss, right? But she won't do nothing for a black man. Man, but let me say this, brother: what we don't do here. And then, I mean, your point is valid, but what we do is, I, and how I like to point it out, because Jeff Brown was on the show, uh, I think he was on the show yesterday, and what I like to point out is, brothers, in order for us to grow up, we cannot blame our sisters for how they express their toxicity, and I say the same is true for sisters. They shouldn't yeah, blame definitely. us for how we express our toxicity, because we are both products of a toxic society. So yes, brother, yes, totally. So, brother, I appreciate totally. you, man. Man, thank you for bringing town business into the house, brother. Thank you, man. Hey, hey Zola, I want one more thing before I go. I had one. I had sent you a gram about asking just, just have you ever heard a black woman say she had a good man, but she messed up? I have actually. That's what's up. I've never had. I'm about to turn fifty tomorrow. I've never heard a black woman say that. I have. I have. And 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 trust me, man. There are some sisters out there who are heavily invested in the self work that I'm highlighting tonight, brother. But I appreciate the question. I appreciate the call. And you know, you can call in anytime you're ready, bro. Right on. I appreciate y'all, man. Thanks so much. Yes, sir. The voice of reason ain't gonna play with you tonight. Does the real work in relationship start with you? Krishnamurti has said the enemy is you, not the other. And you let, let me tell you something. Can I can I put you up on a little bit of game? Do you know the more invested you go? into your self-work, the more invested you become in overcoming internal obstacles, did you know you, you, you become a, a, a little bit more undateable and a little bit more unrelatable? I find people date and relate to the work they have yet to do within themselves. It's just like Dr. Mark Goulston. Dr. Mark Goulston said people who have, he's a psychiatrist, and he's done, he, he was on my show. Anybody who knows the Zoe show, he was on my show for six, seven years. And he said people who have gone through trauma relate better and open up more to people who have been through similar trauma. So when you start glowing up out of your mess, you tend to attract less. Uh-oh. 1-800-920-1580. I don't know who need to hear that. When you start growing and glowing up out of your mess, you tend to attract less. You walk the lonely road. In the Quran, it says, Adina suratul mustaqim. The straight and narrow of the righteous. Are, are we serious tonight? When I come forward, the voice of reason will get back to the phone lines. We're going to keep cooking. 
Is it good to you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Just ask your neighbors. More of the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams right now on KBLA Talk And it's my job to make uncomfortable conversations comfortable. And that's the role that my playlist plays. Right? My playlist comes in and says, hey, man, we can feel good about having these difficult discussions. Listen, I'm not one. I don't like difficult discussions. But I understand the necessity of them. Right? Tonight's topic, man. So many people have these misconceptions about relationships. They simply think that, uh, you know, relationships are hard because we got to work on it. No, 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 no. Relationships are hard because we don't work on ourselves. Right? Listen, let me explain something to you. You cannot allow your unhealed and unacknowledged wounds to serve as a type of relationship prophylactic. Let it marinate. See, you, the expectations, the standards, the beliefs, the principles, all that stuff that you put around the wound as a barrier projects the wound outward. I need to protect against this. I need to protect against that. I got to make sure I don't get played again. I got to make sure. So the wound creates expectations and desired outcomes. And now the wound is serving as a prophylactic. Right? I got to protect the wound. I got to protect me. Why, why do you have to protect the wound? Because egoically, you have identified with what you've been through. Not knowing the intimate relationship is designed to irritate what you've been through so you can reconcile it. In the Kabbalion, the term is transmute. Energy can never be destroyed. It can only change form. That's the first law of thermodynamics. Right? Well, if you do not transmute what you've been through, you tend to identify with what you've been through. I'm from here. I'm from there. This is what I'm about. This is what I done seen, right? 
And so then that uh, becomes an underwriter of your relationship expectations. 1-800-9-2015-80. 1-800-9-2015-80. When I come forward, I got to talk to my brother Richie Rich from Pasadena. And of course, uh, who is it? Akile. Yeah, we're going to talk to y'all when I come forward. Voice of Reason on fire. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 15. You know you want some more. More. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Tell me the 80s wasn't cold. From that 1999 album. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason. Back in the building. Let me get to my phone lines. Richie Rich from Pasadena. Richie, jump in here, man. Big Zoe, man, you cooking as always. You got me fired up, man. I, you know, I come to the show like like I'm back in the when I was a kid. I used to run home to watch Rap City, man. I make sure I'm tapping into this thing, man. You feel me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's do it, bro, bro. Hey, the only thing that I do want to challenge those though, on some realness, it's all is, good, man. This ain't no toxic society. You know what I'm saying? When we participate, when we get involved, when we get out there and put our art spin on it, put our hands on it, put our mind on it, put our words on it, we heal it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it starts with us, man. We, You have to, like you said, be righteous in your mind, be honorable in your mind, be brave, be courageous in your mind first. You know what I'm saying? And then everything else is just going to be natural. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't even get it, man. I go everywhere. I'm from Pasadena. You know what I'm saying? So Ooh. I've always had white friends, black friends, hood friends, socially acclimated friends, and it's all the same. What what is your heart saying? Is your is your heart speaking truth? Is is your heart afraid? You know what I mean? Because the the true beauty lies within. You know what I'm saying? I could see a girl who got the superficial qualities, but if her spirit ain't right, if her if her heart ain't right, if she if she's a thief, if she's a liar, if she's a manipulator, you know what I mean? If she runs in a time of war, man, all that is going to show. And she's going to have to deal with that karma. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, when you are truly honorable, when you're truly righteous, not to so your mama give you a pat on the back, not so you look good on the job, but when you really that, then that's what you're going to receive all day. Man, I'm Richie Rich, not because my pocket's big, because I hit the block and take off like a rocket ship. Whoa. <laughs> hey, let me say this, though, Rich. We got to get away from absolute terms, right? I said honorable. I said uh, integrity. But we have to understand as works in progress, we are honor in, in, as a work in progress, right? We can do an honorable thing, but are we fundamentally honorable? No. It's something we got to continuously work at. We got to continuously work on our integrity. Nobody is 100% integrous, right? Right? right. No, no, nobody is 100% honorable. 
So as a right. work in progress, we have to keep in mind that those states are are like insight. Insight happens in between thoughts. And typically our thought ruminates on the past or broadcast to the future. So in the middle of those thoughts, that's where you have insight. That's how honor and integrity work. We're not always full of integrity and we're not always honorable. Let me just say this, brother. Every time you call, man, you inspire me, man. I appreciate you, man. Pass Dean in the building for you because of you. And thank you, brother. Call in anytime. You already know. For sure, please. Yes, sir. When we come forward, we go into Los Angeles. We go into Richmond, VA. We got people to talk to. Tonight's topic is on fire. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Nothing but love when we come forward. More from this most powerful discussion. Jockeys that were there before me. Believe it or not, I started to worry. I wondered if I had enough class. But it was Saturday night. I guess that makes it all right. You say, baby, I ain't got enough gas. Oh, yeah. Leave and come Baby, your mind's too fast. It's sure. Leave and come You need to find a love that's gonna last. Hold on. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. I'm Kevin Gum off the counter. Stand up to cancer and rally. Want you to reduce your risk for cancer. Go to takeahealthystand.org. Survival of the fit, only the strong. As we continue our mission to fill the void and provide relevant programming and content to our community, get ready for the KBLA Talk 1580 exclusive series, Agenda for America, America. an African American perspective, coming this fall. Four consecutive weeks, four all star panels, four essential conversations. Every Thursday in October, live from Los Angeles, KBLA Talk 1580 will unpack the state of black women in America, the state of black men in America, the state of black youth in America, and conclude with Why We Can't Wait, a conversation about the urgency of now. Now. What we do in the days, weeks, and months ahead is more consequential than ever before. These four conversations will focus on the future of our democracy and whether or not we meet the the moment. Download the KBLA 1580 app right now for exclusive alerts about Agenda for America. An African-American perspective coming to KBLA Talk 1580 this fall. I'm Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. If your relationship is in trouble, I'm the dude to call. Has your soulmate become your cellmate? Does black love still exist? What are your bedroom turnoffs? Fantasies and fetishes. Financial infidelity. I'm dating a fat person. Are they worth the wait? Trust me, this is going to be crazy. How about the heavy stuff? The child wasn't his, and he's still had to pay child support. It's a very heated topic. I was that right. Mama's baby, daddy's maybe. I just have so many questions I want to ask you. I just like to kiss you. There's something wrong with that. Damn. <laughs> he told me he had a vasectomy. I'm pregnant. Betrayal has been committed. Hit you with the bad pipes routine. How does he maintain his humpacity? He likes it when it pinches my neck. Why can't you open up, brother? I'm a karate man. Karate man rules on the inside. They don't show their weaknesses. Yeah. How do you write women so well? Zoe Williams. Reason and accountability. The voice of reason. Let's do it.
<laughs> Here come Andy. Come on, Andy, redeem yourself. Here we go. Back to the 80s. Let's go. This is what my mama likes. Come on, let it ride a little bit. Come on, now, where are we going? Hey, hey! Yes, sir, the voice of reason. Back in the building, KBLA Talk 1580. So Williams has got a heater going on in here. If you want to call in and share your thoughts and opinions, remember, this is a non-judgmental platform. No disrespect, no profanity. We're here to hear out everybody's perspective. The number dial is 1-800-920-1580. Tonight's topic, does the real work in relationship start with you? Have you accepted your scholarship and enrolled in the University of U yet? Right. Very, very powerful question. Right. And we're talking about the importance of introspection. As we get deeper into the show, I'm going to reveal a practice uh, that was created uh, by a gentleman by the name of uh, Gorjeff. And not not Jeff Brown, but Gorjeff. We're going to talk about it because I think it's very important that. The relationship with self and how we show up in relationships and how we deal with conflict and what we're willing to deal with and what we're not willing to deal with is all predicated on the groundwork we've laid in the relationship with ourselves. Very, listen, G George Gorgif said this, and I'm going to go to the phone lines. Self-observation brings man to the realization of the necessity of self-change. And in observing himself, a man notices that self-observation itself brings about certain changes in his inner process. He begins to understand that self-observation is an instrument of self-change, a means of awakening. That's George Gurdjieff. Why is that quote important? How can you blame anybody for what's wrong with the relationship if you are invested in that type of self-observation? How can anybody be your problem? See, when I'm the problem, I know you're not doing your work. When everything with the relationship got to do with what I didn't do 
or what I should have done. I know you haven't done your work. 1-800-920-1580. Let's get to Akil, brother Akil from Los Angeles. Akil, man, I, I, I know a little bit of Arabic, man, and Akil means brother. You my brother. Get in here, man. No, it don't mean brother. What does it mean? Brother is brother, but Akil means uh, 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 one who has wisdom. Really? Or intelligence. I That's thought what that Akil was, means. I thought that was Hakim or Akim. No, Akil or Akili in Swahili. Swahili. Ah, Swahili. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. So Swahili right. is Arabic and Bantu. So there is a slight well, difference. Well, we can get into the complexness. It's all good, Akil. I got your name wrong. Come on and say what you need to say. <laughs> it's called Iwapele. Iwa Pele. Iwa yes. Pele. Iwa character. Pele good. Yes. So we all, we all, when we come here, we have a mission to accomplish. We may not know that mission, but it's, that's up to us to discover. Typically, it's it's discovered with, at, at the birth of a child when the family uh, uh, has a reading for the child. And it gives the parents a guideline as to which way they should direct this child. And the child now has a mission to accomplish. It's not just uh, 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 willy-nilly, I do what I want to do. That's the European uh, 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 great uh, 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 individualistic genius that, that we have been infected with. The, uh, the late Obao Sejman Adinfumi I, who founded the African village in South Carolina, he said that we have taken on the, the great individualistic perspective of the European of our oppressors, and and we think that it's good. We use their terminologies, thinking that it's good. We say, I love you, thinking that that's something great and good, not realizing that that's not our words. And we use the words willy-nilly like it's, it, 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 it's, we start doing it because uh, uh, we get in, in, indoctrinated with uh, um, St. Valentine's Day, when, you know, you, uh, who's your Valentine, that sort of thing. And we base our relationships on fairy tale stuff that ain't so. When, as you say, you said it very well, you say that a relationship begins with you first because you have to know who you are. And then to develop yourself as a part of a whole, you're not part of a, a, a you're not individualistic. You were raised by your parents. You were raised by your grandparents. You were raised by the community. You were raised with others. From our perspective, we have a collective mindset, not an individualistic mindset. And we have, we have infected, we have allowed ourselves to be infected. In, in a sense, it's understandable because our parents were infected. Uh, my teacher, uh, the late uh, Al Farage, would say uh, we were sick. He, he said, Akil, we, we're sick. Man, I did everything in, that I could to say, no, we're not. But it's true. We're ill. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no way that we could go through the, 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 the experience of slavery without thinking and, and think that we're whole because we've been, uh, we've been released. You tell me, my brother, uh, uh, did you get your manual, your manual about how to be free? No, sir. Uh, Neither did I. And, <laughs> I mean, you understand. 
Hey, uh, Akil, Akil, real quick. You the brother, the wise brother I sat with at the cigar lounge, aren't you? Now, I don't know. Maybe, what cigar lounge? Where? In Inglewood. We sat and talked, brother, because you mentioned Iwapele, right? Good character. Iwapele. Yeah. Okay. Good character. Okay, well. Ifa, we sat we... down and talked, brother. I remember you now. Good stuff. Okay, well then, you have a better memory than I do, but it's okay. <laughs> you get to be wrong too. It's all right. We good. You cooking that's right. right now? That's, that, that's right. But Iwapele, in other words, that's the guideline. That's the mark. That's the that's the thing that we want to achieve. Because as you said, we we are works in progress, mm-hmm. and. Being a work in progress, I have to strive to achieve perfection. Mm-hmm. I may not get there, but I'm, 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 it doesn't mean I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna strive. What did, what did uh, Kobe say? Uh, uh, he said, "Some of you MFs come come here uh, just before practice and leave right after practice, and I'd be busting my ass." Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're going to, if we. If you're going to do something, we got to do it 100%. Man, listen, I have seen, I've seen my, my high school. I went to Dorsey. Uh, we could have gone on and took City, but we got, because of laziness, we didn't. It, I'm talking about in basketball in 1963. Uh, 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 I mean, that's how far back I'm, I'm going. You know what I mean? I, I, I saw us drop the ball because we weren't willing to do the work. Uh, uh, my my second wife said that that, that that we were afraid of success, and she's right. Mm. We are afraid of success. Mm. We are afraid of, of of what success may bring to us because it requires work, mm. and we be shucking and jiving because because we're so good, we're so dynamic, we're so fantastic. You can get all of the superlatives that you may want to, but we are yeah we're good. But that means we still have to work. I mean, I ran track. And so when I, when I look at Dalila Muhammad and, and, and I see uh, uh, Cindy uh, uh, McLaughlin, I mean, uh, I think that they're, they're both very good. But I wish I could have a chance to talk to, 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 one of, to, to both of them because I could get them down to 40, 49. Mm-hmm. I know I could get them there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But... Sydney seems to have it, but maybe maybe uh, uh, um, um, uh, Dalila, maybe it was because of, of COVID that, that it kind of slowed her up towards the end of, of, of you know the championship period. Nevertheless, we have to strive for perfection, and both of them have strived for perfection. We have to recognize that our enemies are striving for perfection, and if they, and if they ain't, we have to think that they're striving for perfection. Mm. Hey, brother. We have to strive. We have to strive for perfection. Thank you so much, brother. We appreciate you for dropping all that wisdom on us. Ain't nothing like an elder calling in and sharing some good words, man. We appreciate it. Thank you for the insight and the inspiration. You are welcome to call here anytime. Los Angeles is in the building because of you. Take care. Bye. Yes, sir. Let's go to Richmond V. Oh, we got. Wait. When we come forward. We're going to talk to Vince in Richmond, VA. 
He's on fire tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Kiara, what's wrong, girl? I thought getting my bachelor's degree was going to get me out of this dead-end job. I just want to make more money. It seems a bachelor's just doesn't cut it anymore. Yeah, you're right, Kiara. You're listening to the voice of reason with Zoe Williams. Only on KBLA Talk 1580. jump in this conversation. This is a conversation for all of humanity. Great relationships are about the degree of how much of what's wrong with you you've conquered. The difficulty in relationship comes from ignoring, right? The stuff or the residue of what you've been through. That's really what it is. I want to get my brother in here. Uh, Vince from Richmond, Virginia. Ah. What's happening, man? Get in here and talk to us. Peace and blessings, though. I just want to start with that. And I also want to say that that last brother that just spoke, you know, he was so right on so many levels. You know, peace and blessings to him also. That wisdom. Yes, sir. Was, you know, everything we needed to hear. Only thing I want to respond to is what I said in the chat. Though you've been a big champion of relationships, you've been, you know, real passionate, you know, real aggressive about, you know, bringing love together all through the music, all through your show. And I just said, you know, how do you remain so positive in this in this desert of hate? Well, the reality of it is, you came here alone, and you're gonna leave here alone. Right? Listen to listen very carefully, brother. Earth is the campus. Relationship and the biofeedback you get from it are the textbooks and the curriculum. You've got to take the best of your experiences to add to the best of you. Right? Listen to what I'm about to say. The best of your experiences to add to the best of your experience while being here on earth. And yes, it's difficult to do that. But without self-observation, what you're going to do is run to situation to situation looking for some type of sedative to make you feel good about interacting. And then what happens is when you don't get that or when you don't get a lasting feeling, you might get a fleeting feeling, but if you don't get a lasting feeling, you start to get jaded. You start to say, you know what? A lot of women are saying, Fuck it. I, no, 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 no. <laughs> you can't. No. This is AM radio, bro. You cannot curse on the air. My bad. Bro. My bad. I, I forgot. I forgot. 
right, man, but you start to get jaded. You start to feel like, man, forget this. I'm going to be single. A lot of brothers are opting the way of being single. A lot of sisters are are opting, you know, the way of living single. The reality of it is, is that they didn't know what to look for. Listen, listen to me, brother. People go into relationship. Let me find uh, you. You got to know what to look for when you going in a relationship. But nobody says I need to go into relationship looking for me, how I respond, how I show up. Do I show up adequately? Do I show up inadequately? Are my limiting beliefs showing up? What is showing up? No, the person got to show up. And listen, the person, if, if you only looking for the person to show up for you, what you're really looking for is a shield for your wounds. See, when you show up and being attentive to what's in you, what emerges from you, what arises from the subconscious to the conscious self, when you looking for that, guess what? Guess what happens to the wounds? Number one, you heal them. How do you heal them? By looking at them with love, by looking at them with appreciation. Oh, I appreciate the fact that I went through this situation because now this wound is about to open up and give me the gift of liberation. See, you can never be liberated from an unhealed wound. Right? <laughs> so what do we do? Okay, what do we Let's do with that? This from a practical no, no, no. This, this is all practical. <laughs> this is all practical. See, that's the problem. Spirituality in a in, in a, a consumer-based society, in a materialistic society, in a Western thought-based society, doesn't see the practicality in the spiritual work. This is why what you bring to the table, love is a verb. Love is not enough. This is why all of these thought processes make sense. The great Krishnamurti said it. It is no measure of health to be fully integrated into a sick society. So I'm telling you how this, this is practical. You telling me a, a Shaolin monk who still exists. You telling me a, a, <laughs> a Tibetan monk who still exists in the mountains, in the Himalayas, that are conquering this inner work that ain't real? No, it's not real to a cheeseburger. It's not real to French fries. It's not real to a society that will put a sign in the window and say, all of the stuff we make in here can cause cancer. It's not real. So when you say practical, I go, wait a minute, brother. What you've been taught to think is practical is actually prison. It perpetuates prison, sir. I agree. Do you see what I'm saying? So, again, you look at that wound. You don't judge that wound. You look at the experience. You look at it objectively. It melts. It melts in your observation. It thrives in your non-observation of it. Hey, what does a minimized browser do on your computer? Not a damn thing. No, let me tell you what a minimized browser does on your computer. It chews up. 
it chews up random access memory because it's working in the background. How many of you got wounds working in the background? <laughs> ah. Do you see? Mm. Brother, spirit, the spiritual purpose of relationship should be taught as practicality. Does that make sense, brother? Hey, I dig it. I Like I said, your passion was the reason I called in. You motivate me because, you know, sometimes you just feel like, ah, man, you know. Yeah, I can just focus on something else other than relationships. But, you know, when you bring it back around, it's like, ah. You know, meet new people, having new experiences. These are all beautiful things. But these are some things to be cherished, not to be taken advantage of, especially in these times. So you have to be very careful who you're doing these relationships with. Listen, careful of who? Mostly yourself. And there it is. And do you know how many people ain't careful with themselves? <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> Come on. Thank you, brother, for the call, man. We appreciate you. Thank you, Vince, for Blessings. Richmond. Yeah. All right. Richmond, Virginia, in the building. Talk to us this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Who going to talk to me? I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, man, it's claim over blame. If it's blame over claim, you're a lame. I and that goes for men and women. The victimhood mentality is toxic. Everybody else's fault but yours. All you did was make a bad decision. Ladies, I'm so sick of y'all making bad decisions and then marginalizing the decision because you're focused on what happened to you as opposed to what you did to yourself. How is it the end result of the toxic dude's behavior has more of an impact than your choice? Oh, Lord. 1-800-9-2015. I know people don't want to hear it tonight. I know people don't want to hear it tonight. You chose them. Ask yourself a question. What is my checklist for choosing? What part of my wound is helping to influence me in my choice? 1-800-920-1580. When I come forward, I'm going to Raleigh, North Carolina, and New York City. Is it good to you? Good to you. More voice of reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. More of the voice of reason with Zoe Williams right now on KBLA Talk 
the voice of reason. The playlist is my co-host. Salute to 80s R&B. Just whip it right. Whip it, baby. Hey, hey. The voice of reason is on fire tonight. We're having a great conversation, man. Does the real work in relationship start with you? You can no longer blame your significant other. You just can't. And I'm not saying, I'm not speaking in absolutes. You know, listen, you could be a beacon, right, for an abuser. But you have the power to turn off that inner dark light. Now, being a beacon does not mean I blame you for your beaconhood. But once you start doing the work and you start to realize, oh, Lord, you start to realize, oh, they're attracted to the pheromone of victim. They are attracted to the energetic vibration of low self-esteem. They're attracted to this, this low frequency hum I let off that says I'm unworthy. Then you start to grow up. Do you understand? He ain't your problem. You are. And it's okay if you're your own problem. We are all born here as such. It is our responsibility to take ownership of the problem that we are. 1-800-920-1580. Phone lines are cracking. Q from Raleigh, North Carolina. Jump in, jump in, jump in. Peace, peace. What's going on, Zoe? Uh, I'm going to try to get to it real quick, but... I definitely agree with what you're saying, and, and I take full responsibility. Um, usually, and it's taken me a, a, a while to, to get to that point. Um, and just in the transition of where I am now in, in my life, I'm, I'm 37, and um, I'm sorry, 38. I'm tripping. I'm 38, and when I t- lead with that and dealing with with friends who I, you know, want to develop something with, I have to. I find myself having to get past or dealing with women feeling like I'm patronizing them or, you know, if I, if I start or I lead with, with my hurt and my pain and I say, Hey, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm going through. Yeah. I got my things together somewhat, but I'm a work in progress. And then we do bump heads at some point in time, it gets to be this finger pointing. And it's like, Hey, if I've already aired out, you know, what I'm dealing with. And so like you're saying, I'm dealing with a reflection, so it's not so much as I'm pointing out that, hey, you're the problem. I'm saying I realize that my issues that I have with you is really my issues that I have with my, my own self, my own insecurities, you know, regardless of what they may be, and we all have them. What and you're saying they is, generational, I get it. What, you, what you're saying is you, just, you don't want your face washed in it. If, right. if I reveal and, and share with you what's wrong with me, I don't want you to then take that and use it against me and try to play me with it. That's what you're saying, right? Exactly, exactly. But watch this. That's exactly your lesson to overcome. 
<laughs> Do you see that? Yeah, I see that. I see that. That's and exactly. So listen, to, let, let me let me go deeper. That's exactly go your ahead. lesson to overcome because that's rooted in thinking that what somebody else got to say about you matters. See, again, we jump in relationships and we want somebody to understand our plight. So that could be a soft landing for us. Right. Why not say. My partner should not be a landing strip for my wounds. Do you hear what I'm saying? I do explain explain it a, a, a little bit differently. I'm trying to catch no, on no, no, when you no. say in a landing strip. You want your partner to be a safe space. You know right. why safe space matters? Because the safe space implies acceptance. It, it, it implies you can come here and lay your burdens on me. I'm saying mm. that becomes unnecessary when you embrace your burdens. When you love on your burdens. When you approve of and appreciate your burdens. They get lighter. Do you understand? This is why... Dem demands in relationships mean so much to folk. You, here are my deal breakers. This is what I can't deal with. This is what I'm not going to tolerate. These are your heart. You, you don't need none of that. And then guess what? You begin to flower spiritually. And once you flower spiritually, you stop making demands of others. You stop expecting them to protect your wounds when you should have been loving on your, how you get a protector for your wounds, but you don't fully embrace them. You let people know about them, but have you nurtured them to the point that they grow out of pain? I copy that. Do you see? This is I me. Do, I do. This, I do. This, I, this happened to me. And, and when's the last time you said, This happened to me, and that's okay. This happened to me, and there's a gift in what happened to me. This happened to me, and there's some value, right, that could be added to me because the universe is economical with its movement. Nothing is done accidentally, and there is some value, even though it hurts, even though I felt marginalized and disrespected, there is value. When you start looking at your wounds like that, guess what? The expectations go down for your partners. You know why? Mm. Clinicians will tell you, psychiatrists will tell you, therapists will tell you. The most high-functioning relationships have the most flexible and pliable expectations. Where there are wounds dominant in relationships, they're deal-breakers. They're ultimatums. There's blame. Do, do, do you follow where I'm at, brother? I, I do at this point. I, I got some more for food for thought. And so, you know, I just want to thank you for just taking my phone call and like I said, help me on my personal journey. Man, much love, Q. And you can call in anytime. North Carolina's in the building because of you. We appreciate you. Call in, call in, call in. Lord have mercy. We got time for another one? Do we got time for it? Listen, Meta from New York. Hold tight, brother. 
or sister, I'm coming to you. It's a sister. Okay, I'm coming to you. We got so much to talk about in so little time, but I'm definitely going to New York City when I come forward. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 15. Columbus, You know you want some more. More. It's the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Okay. Oh, I love you. Legendary Gap Band. The 80s was crazy, boy. Puffy said R&B is dead. Well, oops. This was R&B right here. Hey, Uncle Charlie Wilson. The voice of reason on fire tonight. Let's get Meta from New York City on the phone lines. Talk to us, Meta. Hi, Zoe. I really appreciate the show. I think you're facilitating really enlightening conversations. Oh, thank you, sister. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. What are your thoughts on what we've been talking about so far? So the work absolutely starts with ourselves. Um, I'll just be transparent. Like, I'm in weekly therapy. I was in therapy throughout all of COVID. I'm working on myself. I'm a survivor of child abuse and domestic violence. So I'm taking responsibility for my trauma. What I wanted to talk to you about is like the level of deceit, lying and manipulation that is happening in certain relationships. Um, I'm, I'm just meeting men who are flat out lying about who they are for months. And the level of vetting that I have to do, it makes me come off as bitter because like, how can I be these expectations of soft and feminine and loving when there are men just who don't want to say like um, they're polyamorous, who don't want to say, Hey, maybe I need a couch to crash on or like free food or whatever. They're not communicating what they really want. They're just lying and using romance as a scam. Oh, that's big. You know, you should have called in yesterday because that was yesterday's topic when we were talking about everybody is grooming everybody through behavior and language right behavior is a type of language that conveys a message of stability that conveys a message of uh empathy right we can act like we're empathetic we can we can act like we're caring we can act like we're supportive until we get what we want uh but i'm gonna go deeper stay on the line i'm gonna carry you forward to my next break we we got some stuff to talk about when we come forward more from new york city and meta He's on fire tonight. tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. 
More of the Voice of Reason with Zoe the Williams right now on KBLA Talk of reason on fire tonight we have an amazing caller on the line meta from new york and she asked an amazing question let me just say this and and you're going to think i'm a little bit off and you know maybe a therapist wouldn't ask this question but i i always look at the spiritual root of things and i'm, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. a- i'm gonna ask you on a scale of one to ten 10 being the greatest, one being horrible. What is your level of self-esteem? Self-worth, uh, self-acceptance. Uh, mm. Like, just just tell me those three things. What is your level? I would say I'm an 8.5 on confidence. I have incredible drive and determination. Um. I think I'm just having a hard time vetting people. I, I honor myself and I have, I strongly empower myself and other women and people in my life. And that's dope. And that's really dope. The reason why I asked that question is because it takes me into science. It takes me into uh, the entanglement. I know you that, that has been made famous by, uh, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith or whatever. But let me just say. Shout out August Alcina. Yeah, let, let me let me just say, uh, entanglement is this. When two particles become entangled, regardless of the distance between them, if you change the characteristics of one entangled particle, the other entangled part- particle, regardless of the distance, they could be hundreds of millions of light years apart, will change to orient itself to the particle that's a million light years away, instantly. In other words, it moves faster than the speed of light. And nobody thought that that was possible because that's a universal speed limit. What I'm saying is people in relationships represent particles. There is a frequency in you that attracts that kind of dude. This is why self-work is important. Right? Mm -hmm. This is why I asked self-esteem, self-worth, self-approval. You've been through some traumatic situations. Have they been healed? Because if they haven't been healed, this is how you project as a beacon, a beacon for busters. How do you lie to yourself? Like ask yourself, do journal your lie, get a a lie journal. And this lie journal is not for detecting lies in others. The lie journal is for detecting lies in you. How do you lie to yourself? Right? Sometimes, sometimes confidence. Let me just hit this and it might not be true for you but sometimes confidence for many people is a lie right because it's a projection of i'm okay and sometimes you're not okay 
but you have the mask of okay. You have the mask of confidence and competence. Sometimes we faking it until we make it. Go ahead. Your thoughts? So I think I work so much that I'm lazy about vetting. To me, like who I spend time off in my personal life is supposed to be relaxing. It's supposed to be fun. And Mm-mm. what I'm picking up is in my mid-30s is like who you select is a very serious process and making time and having like the, the mental space and rest and relaxation to do that vetting is critical. So you remember The Matrix? Yes. Do you think that's air you're breathing? Your spirit don't get tired. It can't be lazy in the vetting process. If you vet wrong, you might be vetting with mind and not soul. And if you're Mm -hmm. not vetting with soul, that means you're not working the soul muscle. I'm sorry. We got to go. Can you call in tomorrow? Listen, you got to call in tomorrow, Meta. I appreciate you, but we got to go. The next show is on the way. When we come forward, more from KBLA. We got Danny Morrison and Robin. They coming up. They going to keep the fire going. This was fire. I'll see y'all tomorrow. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.